What's happening with it? This is Slink Johnson, a.k.a. Black Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And you're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that? You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. Featuring Pod of Thrones and the Shiznit. This is the Red Rock Podcast Network. From Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is the Shiznit. And your host, Damon Standifer, Charlie Bell, and Dean O'Red. Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. Well, all right. Welcome back to another episode of The Shiznit Show. We, we realize that you have a choice in your podcast listening, and we appreciate you listening to us. A good day, Charlie Bell. What's up? Good day, Weasel. Hello, my friend. Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. We got a little rain. Got a little rain, got a little cool weather. They said it never rains in Southern California. Chocolate rain. <laughs> okay, Tayson Day. <laughs> Tayson Day. <laughs> yeah, got a little bit. Of, it's, it's, it's so nice. It, the, just the smell of it and the, having some cool weather. Oh, my God. It, it's going to get back hot again, but hopefully it won't be hot like it was. But by the end of the week, it looks like it's supposed to be back up in the upper 80s, which for us normally is not a big deal. Upper 80s is usually like, eh, okay, California mm-hmm. 80s, cool. But it haven't been California 80s. It's mm-hmm. been 80s with all this humidity attached to it, making it feel like fucking 95 degrees. And mm-hmm. like, this ain't why we pay all this goddamn money to live here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love it. I like it. You like the heat? I love the heat and I love the Then get out the kitchen. (laughs) You mean stay in the kitchen? (laughs) Sana Bell. And take off your shoes and get pregnant. (laughs) Is that how it happens? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, okay. Pretty much. I know people who got pregnant with their shoes on, so (laughs) they're not. Yeah, that's called knocking the boots. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm bumped. So that that, uh, Cinderella story, that's what that was all about. (laughs) Somebody rocking, knocking the boots. Yeah, man. I'm working on one of those. (laughs) (laughs) Let me guess which one. Short term or long term? (laughs) Man, so, yo, what has been up? since last time actually Charlie Bill you haven't been here in a couple weeks I know but I missed you and I listened to the show oh yeah I was so salty you guys talked about the freaking uh, 
I can't believe you and I hadn't talked about that. I had that Golden Girls. Well, I didn't take it to all the female shows like you did. Yeah. But I, me and my homegirl, Shawana, you know Shawana. Yeah. We always talk about how um, Sex of the City was just the Golden Girls. Golden Girls. <laughs> when they were young. But better. And, yeah. and better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. On cable. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Uh, did you hear um, we had a little conversation about your secret lover? Well, we broke up. It ain't a secret no more. Oh, wait, oh, already? Is yeah. what? No. Well, he kissed and told, so he had to go. <laughs> on to the next. On, on to the next. On to the next. Oh. Yeah, you're listening to Red Rock Radio. <laughs> this is your boy, DJ Dino Red. And uh, we about to slow it down for the lovers, lovers out in the there. House. <laughs> this is a special shout out to uh, my man T. Wilson and my girl Charlie Bell. <laughs> secret lovers is what they are. What they were. What they were. <laughs> can be secret lovers when somebody snitches. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, let a good thing go, Mr. T- Wilson. T. Wilson. <laughs> T. T. Fucking up the bro. Man, you can't do that, man. You're messing up your own game, dude. Mr. Wilson. The game is to be sold, not to be told. You know? Mm-mm-mm. So anyway, um, so what's what's been going on with you? With me? Mm-hmm. Since last time. Uh, I'm in a stank-ass mood today, you guys. For uh-huh. one, you can hear I'm sick. That sucks. Mm. And um, <clears throat> I'm getting ready to go on a trip. Which it's no fun to fly when you're sick. So no, I'm not. definitely gonna go pick up some airport bottles, some mm-hmm. airplane cocktails. <laughs> right. And then also, the wor- one of the worst things that could possibly happen to you in life happened to me. Mm. My phone is dead. Oh, oh man. Hell to the no. Oh, no. That's... Why don't you put that on Facebook? Oh, you don't have a phone. No. <laughs> oh, you're a motherfucking comedian. Oh. Oh. You think you're funny. Wow. A phone. On, you can't travel without a phone. R.I.P. phone. Can, uh, can we, okay. Just a moment of silence for Charlie Bill's phone. Oh, yeah. Hell no. <laughs> Hell to the no. Hell no. <laughs> To the no, no, no. <laughs> to the no. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. What happened to it? Don't tell me it fell in the toilet. No. What happened? Did you, it run over, get ran over? What man, happened? it's a long-ass story, but basically, it's probably just bad karma from what, how they did those little kids making it in China. <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> You need to pay them kids right. That's the problem. Well, <laughs> little bastard shouldn't be so lazy. Man. That's well, when you have to make 20,000 iPhones an hour, your little fingers, I mean, come on. It's like, it was a passive-aggressive uh, strike against the uh, against the capitalist pigs. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> you know how they said, like, slaves would just slow down? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> So what, what's up with you, Weezy? What's been going on with you? Well, I, I have I finally have an answer to that eternal question. If a comedian does a set uh, and there's in, no in one the first, audience, and there's no one in the audience, does he get a laugh? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the so. answer is 
Or as uh, Riley would say, Oh hell no! <laughs> But uh, no, I mean that's I mean that's just the way it goes. I mean because uh, it, it was an open mic, and uh, mm-hmm. usually there's uh, well, I mean there were there were other comedians in there because uh, that's that's generally the audience when you know you, you're doing an open mic, you know, the comedians and there might be a couple of drunks and well, mm. comedians and drunks that's synonymous, right? right. <laughs> that's redundant, that's redundant yeah. <laughs> But uh yeah, so I mean but it, it was cool. Um, you know, I got up there and uh I used to get I used to get frustrated by that sort of thing, but uh I just got up and did my thing. Well, it was just an opportunity to practice. Yeah, basically. And um I I was uh, I was cool with it. And um but you know, I'm I'm tired cuz I uh cuz I went to see a fr- I went to see two friends shows. And uh, they were at the nine thirty shows, <laughs> and those don't get over till late. And yeah, right. I, I'm, like, and I'm usually in bed by ten. Exactly. It's <laughs> <laughs> been eight this week. <laughs> but um, yeah, but it, you know, it's cool though because I, you know, my friends were good. So uh, it, it that um, you know, you'd hate to have to lie to your friends. But uh, I was, <laughs> I was. Yeah, happy. man, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but they were good, so you know it was it was it was worth it. It was, it was cool. That's cool. Yeah. Mm. This was at the uh, your your uh, your usual place. The no no no. 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 I, went, uh, I went to the Oyster Bar. I think that's what's called. Oh damn! Oh. They, they sound like you'd be empty. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have oysters? I, I, yeah, I think so. They look mm. like they have some uh, good seafood there. Um, mm. And um, the other one was at um, oh God, this, this coffee shop over in Fairfax. Um, but I mean, I meant the uh, the place where you performed, and it was like it was. Oh empty. no, no, that was uh, that was at the Oyster Bar. They, they okay. had an open mic there. <coughs> you know, and, and you know, the host was getting frustrated because he was telling jokes and no, yeah, basically, no, he wasn't even getting that. That would have been an that would have been an upgrade. <laughs> You know, when, when the crickets like the crickets love me. <laughs> crickets are like, man, we going we going to the game room. Uh, <laughs> we'll see y'all later. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was, you know, it was cool. It's an experience. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, yeah. So uh, Danya had her seventh birthday party yesterday. I know it was so cute. I saw little pictures. Yeah. One third of the way to twenty one at uh, Build a Bear. Mm-hmm. Build a bear. Yeah. So what's what's build a bear? Build a bear is a place where um, kids can go to build their own custom bear, oh, okay. and you can have little parties and all that. And so we've been planning a small one because it's pretty expensive. Mm-hmm. So um, she just picked like you know like some of her best friends and mm-hmm. like the friends Aww. who usually show up to her parties, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, only only two showed up. Oh, so, uh, yeah, yeah. So she was a little bit disappointed at first, mm-hmm. but she was a lot better when she realized that all the money that those other kids would have had to spend, mm-hmm. she got to spend. Yeah. Oh. So one of her bears was a $60 bear by the time we got done with all the accessories and whatnot. <laughs> so She's like, my bear needs a Tesla. And that's her, her favorite Anna. bear called uh, Rainbow. Rainbow. Aww. And uh, she loves rainbow, and, and so yeah, so she was happy about that. But and 
right now, right about now, though, I'm, I'm so like cool on parties. I'm like fuck them. Mm-hmm. You know, between people not showing up, in uh, a month ago was my wife's birthday, mm-hmm. and had a little dinner party for her. Something simple, you know, because mm-hmm. all this work and planning goes into her uh, into Danya's party. Just uh, just we just had, was having a dinner party. Mm-hmm. Found this, the, the nice place, uh, Yamashiro. Told you guys about that. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, Damon, I think you weren't here, but but uh, Charlie saw, Bell was here. I saw it on Facebook. Yeah. So um, and we just invited a, a few couples. Well, she didn't know it was a surprise or whatever. Mm-hmm. I invited a few couples. It turned out only one couple showed up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Auntie and uncle. Um, it might have been a little bit my bad because. Mm-hmm. Yamashiro's was more expensive than I realized, mm-hmm. and people may have known or looked it up. I mean, I looked it up, but it just—I don't know. It just looking at it, the menu prices, and then when the bill came at the end, it was like, oh, okay, this place was a little. But my thing is, just just say like, I mean, I I've done that. Mm-hmm. You know, my friends will go somewhere, whatever, and it's like, man, I just I wish I could go, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I don't have it right now. Right. I just don't have it. Right. And like, instead of saying I I am going to go or I can go and you know RSVP and all this stuff and you get the reservation and especially a place like that good thing I had a feeling because they don't want to seat you until your whole party is there right and we had a movie to go to afterwards right so if I had, if my spidey sense hadn't went off mm-hmm. and told me these motherfuckers wasn't gonna show up right we'd still be sitting there waiting for them right but I was like you know what just give uh, we need to sit now because we got someplace else to go mm-hmm. And I'm like, these people may not show up, whatever. Yeah. And they're like, well, we can see just the four of you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, fine, just do that. And mm-hmm. we'll worry about whoever else if they show yeah, up. They and they get, didn't. They can get a booster seat. Yeah, they can get whatever. They can, yeah, they can get a high chair. They can, they can lap up. Yeah. Whatever. You know? Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> and uh, like I said, good thing I, I had a feeling they wasn't going to show up. We didn't wait. Well, actually, we went to the bar and we did wait like. One you know, drink. Yeah, yeah. I had, I, I, I had a little sip of sake that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then we just, you know, we brought the bottle back to the to the table and that was it. So, you know, and then I, I don't have, you know, parties much where but my, my wife had something for me when I turned 40, like, five years ago. And yeah, it was raining. So, but still, I mean, it, it wasn't, it wasn't a, a tsunami or a <laughs> hurricane. But it was raining and people RSVP'd or whatever. And, you know, we, we sh- my wife spent a lot of money on the, the that we really could have used for something else. And it's, it's just like, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck parties. Fuck these people. <laughs> and then to make the uh, matter even worse, there's this the ongoing thing with me and my, well, they say it's the, all the the whole family is pissed off at me about this, but mm-hmm. the only ones to ever say anything is my sister and my niece. Mm-hmm. Um, when I have birthday parties for Danya, I have this thing. I've always not liked when I go to a party for a kid mm-hmm. and I see all these grown people sitting around. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I just, just never, I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world, but it's just odd to me that yeah. you got all these grown drunk people and there's like two kids yeah you know and i, I never liked that you know yeah. i never i was like it's a kid party so there should be kids there and right. the, and, the, and the parents of those kids why mm-hmm. why are all these other people there mm-hmm. it's, you know because some people i mean i kind of agree with you but i think some families see it as just an opportunity to bring the whole family together and i i get that i mean if 
you know, and there's different types of parties, you know, mm-hmm. and if I'm having, I've had a party where I invited the whole family, you know, whatever, and they was invited to that. Like one of her parties, like three years ago, <laughs> was like that. And but normally, <clears throat> they're on the small side because shit gets expensive. I ain't gonna even front. Mm-hmm. They're on the small side, so we invite, like I said, you know, a few of her. Her friends that are her age, all her, none of her cousins are her age. They're all way older than her. They're all boys, mm-hmm. and her parties, you know, are very girly parties. Mm-hmm. You know, she don't even invite any. I don't even think any boys from her her school her or whatever are mm-hmm. are invited normally. Mm-hmm. You know, there's usually maybe a boy here or there, like a yeah. brother or something, right. like like that, but. Because they're generally very girly parties. Yeah. You know, the one like three years ago was that uh, that I think the whole was family the came to. Yeah. Yeah. That one was one of the more, you know, has, some, has something for everybody. But most of this is princess stuff. This was a Build-A-Bear thing, which I guess if you are a six-year-old boy, yeah. you would be into that too, yeah. or seven-year-old boy. Yeah. But if you're a 10-year-old boy, then yeah. not so much. Right. Right? So... You know, so yeah, I don't generally, and, and you know, and then you know, my 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 brother and his wife, you know, his his daughter is grown, so uh, and she doesn't even live in the state, uh, so yeah, I don't invite them to why, what I look like so inviting so- them to to build a bear, and you know what I'm saying? That's, that's just, so they're salty that he invited to build a bear. Yes, <laughs> and they start hitting me up on on Facebook, going off and going in on me about this, you know. And I'm like, what you know, the you, fuck? Like, get over it already. Why are you so... And my thing is like this. Why Why are you acting like you so fucking hurt over this when it's like... all You don't even show up to the ones I do invite you to. <laughs> well, they, well, they showed up. And, and my, my sister showed up and I mentioned that. And she was only there like five minutes. And she mentioned all the stuff about how she had to get home to take care of our mother and how she had to pay somebody to come. And I'm like... Well, there you go. And mm-hmm. uh, her whole life, your situation was the same. Mm-hmm. So if it was such a burden on you, why are you so pissed off? Mm-hmm. You know? And yeah I, I, yeah, I don't know why they decided to take this personally. Um, it's not like... I, well, I think part of the reason is they're under the impression that my wife's side of the family just comes, but they don't come. Mm-hmm. Only, my, uh, only, only, the, only my mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. She's the only one. Everybody else is just friends, not family. It's just... Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the parents of the kids who are dying his age, yeah. and so well, grand, grandma's appropriate. <clears throat> that, that, that makes right exactly makes sense. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, and uh, grandma's helping watch the kids. <laughs> exactly. Well, she yeah, she helps mm-hmm. out in you know, I mean, in every way and whatever. And she's the grandmother, and she wants to come. You know, and I'm that's cool. That's different. Yeah. That's not the same thing. You know, and and granny like has like a real relate. I like mm-hmm. so if granny couldn't come or didn't get invited i would understand her getting hurt because granny calls all the time and Mm -hmm. granny comes by all the time and Mm -hmm. granny uh you know i mean she's involved in in Danya's life they see Danya when i bring her to them yeah Mm -hmm. they talk to Danya when i bring her to them yeah Mm -hmm. you know other than that they don't stop by they don't pop in and see us they don't my brother lives right around the corner. They'll go over my brother's house. Deuce used to live right around the corner. They would go over Deuce's house. Deuce now lives a hundred fucking miles away, <clears throat> and his sister she she's been out there more times than she's been over my house. Hmm. And but yet all of a sudden I'm the weird one and I'm the anti-family one because I don't invite y'all to little kids' birthday parties. Well, this is what, what I think you should do, Dino. I think you should for since since the holidays are coming up, I think you should get everyone in your family. 
a five dollar gift certificate to build a bear <laughs> and just let be like, oh, so sorry you were hurt. Here's a token of how much of a fuck I give. Except five dollars is too much. Okay, <laughs> I don't have that much of a fuck to give. <laughs> <laughs> I do not have five dollars worth of fucks to give. I like, do not. Plus four ninety five. <laughs> Just because. If they have one cent gift card, <laughs> I might get one of those. <laughs> get a build a cub. Send them uh, two bucks for build a cub. Mm. And this is, this is how about so- build a fuck? <laughs> you know. Yeah. So. Uh, so yeah. So I don't like a bunch of grown people. You know, sitting around at my kid's uh, party, so so why do you care? You know what I mean? It's not like I said, it ain't that you that close to her, because you're not. So quit acting like you are. Because if you were, you'd call, you'd come by, you you know, whatever, and you don't. So what's what's the real thing? What's what's really going on? It's just one of those weird family things. Like, I remember oh. back in the day, <clears throat> um, we used to always have, like, fights about oh you don't really give a shit about the family you never do this you never do that and my one you know my i'm not i'm not gonna name any names but my one relative <laughs> was like well i'm the one that always throws the barbecues and i'm the one that always has people over and we were like oh speaking of which sorry before i forget shout out to uh zandra 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 shout yes. out to zandra yay friend of the show listen to the show and relative <laughs> and relative charlie bell yay and um the sh- but this particular relative who always said that had the house with the pool mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and the barbecue. So right, right. And we were like, well, it doesn't mean we don't love the family. It just means you're in a position to throw pool party barbecues. <laughs> right. You know, so. Yeah. I anyway, mean, I'm just saying it's one of those weird family. I think there's always like this competition within families as to like who's who's showing or expressing the proper amount of family togetherness and and the way that you show you know how you love your family and you know people just have different expectations sometimes you should be like fuck your expectations right you know so <laughs> I, I i have i have yet to be invited to any family gathering in in my family so that's uh that's cold. He's like, oh yeah, you show up, man. We, we won't tell you to go away, but <laughs> you just gonna have to figure out when we having a party. <laughs> if you well, can find it, you can come. Well, well, with you, isn't it one of those things where they just assume your mom is gonna, yeah, gonna get oh, yeah, invited? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not as funny. Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, I was just uh, yeah, I was just wondering. It's still kind of sad though. It's still kind of sad. <laughs> okay, so then. Okay, now what's the next thing I'm pissed off about? Oh. <laughs> Motherfucking panhandlers. See, this shit right here. Okay. So, Friday, I'm on my way to work, and uh, I get a text from from my assistant telling me that she's not coming in. And I'm like, she's got to take her kid to the to the doctor. And I'm like, oh, shit. Why does this always happen to me? <laughs> now, 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 now who's gonna make coffee right like, where the fuck do you work a madman who, who's, gonna make, who's gonna make coffee now what are you Don Draper Dino Draper Dino Dra- you dumbass men want to be him women want to be with him mm-hmm. so I'm like okay well I'll just stop at the little circle K where I switch you know where I switch uh, buses or whatever and hop right back on 
uh, my dash and, you know, I get some coffee there. So I, I hop off, I run in, this, I, I'm getting off the bus and, uh, you know, here, here, here he come. Bruh, hey, bruh, big bruh. Uh, hey, <coughs> hey, what's, can you hook me up? Can, nigga, follow me into the store, right? Mm. And he's one of those aggressive ones. I can tell what going to go away. And then he was like telling me some story about how he just got out of jail and mm. this op story and, you know, and talking about. I don't know, I zoned out, but he was talking about some kind of lawsuit, and so you think I should sue? And I was like, man, I have no idea. That's I, I, not what I do. I really couldn't tell you. I gave him uncle's card. Oh, no. And I told him, make sure you call him at 3 o'clock in the morning. And for any, any questions, anytime you need to get bailed out, call him at 3 o'clock in the morning. Right. He's your man. But anyway, so... I was like, I, I was like, you know what? It, it's just going to be easier to like. I really wasn't doing it to be like a good Samaritan or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, let me buy this nigga something so he'll leave me alone because it'd be faster than me telling him no and him still following me around, mm-hmm. right? Because he's asking for like, dude, I'm just, can I just get a cup of coffee? I get, cup? and so I was. By this time, I'm at the register. I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? Fine. And I just like, and I, I don't carry cash around. Mm-hmm. Uh, too often, yeah. so um, I, I tell the, the the cashier, "Can you just put a coffee on there, please?" And so he can get a coffee and, and leave me alone, whatever. She's like, "Sure, what size?" I'm like, "I don't know, whatever, large or whatever." Same thing I got. So I paid for his coffee, and then the nigga is like, "Oh, oh can I get some of these cheese nachos and cheese and uh, just or little? Can I? Uh, oh, you, you mind? Is it too much?" I was like. I was like, man, go ahead. I was like, no, wait, actually, you can't because I already paid for the coffee. So you mm-hmm. got to get the coffee instead. I, I got to go. I got to go to work. I got to, mm-hmm. you know, and then he went from the, the car. He went from the, the coffee to the nachos to, to some hot dogs and just was like all over the fucking place. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, then the, 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 the cashier was like getting impatient with him too like you can't be bothering the the customers and asking for money and he just he bought you a coffee that's all you can have because it's already paid for and he's like it's the same he's like it's not the same thing it's 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 a certain price price and it's not the same price you can Mm -hmm. only get the coffee you know and so by then i I left out and i'm like you know see that's why i don't give niggas money (laughs) because Now you done lumped all black people in with this mm-hmm. one panhandler. I did because, <laughs> right? because you know what? Because you're yep. racist. No, <laughs> because this happens. It happens all the time. He's classist, but I'm like, you know what? He fucked it up for the next five thousand niggas that's gonna ask me for money because it'll probably be another five thousand niggas away by the time I break down and, and go ahead and 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 give somebody. What something. if it's a white panhandler? Oh, then same same difference. <laughs> it don't matter. They're just as annoying. Yeah, they're just as likely or not li- just as not likely to get any money. <laughs> but I'm like, he just, he's just fucking it up for everybody. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like, and then I started playing back the way I'm like, nigga look better than I did. I mean, <laughs> he was ca- casual. I was going to work, but and he was. Ca- but I mean, he had like all brand new clothes. And well, he brand just new came sneaks. out of jail. You know, they have a pretty good workout program in there. Yeah, I, I, they have a pretty much. They have a pretty good fitness regime. Mm-hmm. And they give you Jordans in jail. Yeah, no, I don't know. About that. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming that that was something that came about afterwards. You know, I'm like, I'm like thinking, I'm like, this nigga got on like all brand new clothes, and he's sitting up here. <laughs> Go to work, nigga. God damn it. Get a job. Well, he obviously can't get a job as a cashier. Hate begging. Because he can't. 
<laughs> well, he could be a fundraiser. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he's good at. I mean, that's what he was doing. <laughs> Man, I, I he didn't a, seem very good at yeah. it, though. I yeah. Well, you know, Dino was probably his first uh, of the day. <laughs> and I had a, yeah. I had a I had a similar experience, man. I was at Seven Eleven. Dude asked me for uh, uh, you know, he said, "Can you help me out? I'm hungry." And I had like I had two bananas, and I said, "Okay." Well, I said, "I'm I'm, I'm leaving, and I'm not giving you any money, but if you're hungry, here's a banana." And dude looked at me. He's like, yeah, he was he was a black dude, and he's like, man, no offense, man. I, Calling me a monkey? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He said, no offense, man, but you know, uh, I ain't no chimpanzee. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, well, you know, I ain't either. And then I threw my poo at him and drove off. <laughs> Stupid! I can't stand you. <laughs> Mm, yeah. mm, mm. Nigga begging and got nerve being indignant. <laughs> but man, that's all I see. I and I had a flashback. I was like, man, this is how this is probably how Uncle felt when he bought all that 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 lady and that little girl. All that, all that groceries. Food. Yeah, all them groceries. He all probably felt just like how I did when I bought that dude that coffee. Exactly. All, all the same. them, all them organic groceries. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and olive oil bottles and bottles of olive oil. Hey, if I if, if I'm buying you groceries, you get pesticides with that. All right. <laughs> That's fucked up. Pesticides, preservatives. I'm like, I ain't buying you shit that I don't even buy for myself. <laughs> you know, like, I'm like you. Like, you, okay, you was going to eat the banana mm-hmm. and you got an extra one. Yeah. You can give them that. That's good. It's good enough for me. It's good enough for you. Yeah. You know, exactly. I bought, I have coffee. You want the coffee? You say, here you go. You can have coffee just like me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm buying you a hot dog and, 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 and uh, chili cheese nachos and shit. And I'm drinking coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Chili cheese nachos. <laughs> hey, man, can you buy me a movie ticket, too? Because <laughs> I got these nachos and the hot dog and shit, man. I want to watch I want to watch The Martian, man. Like, nigga, your name Alan. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Dino. Dino. <laughs> I'll gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. Let's get into these topics. News and Noteworthy. So a woman is fired because of her tattoos. So check this out, you guys. And let me see where I know where Damon falls with this, but <laughs> see where Charlie Bell falls with this because she's the only question mark. But I'm kind of I kind of I'm yeah, I'm really I really, you know, a lot of times when I look at these stories. I like, OK, you know, I was like, OK, this person is going to see it this way. This person's going to see it that way. But this one, I kind of went back and forth with uh, Charlie Bell so I'm really curious to see where she falls uh, so this woman <laughs> I she, love how you try to game out our responses she she has um, she um, she so she's uh, having a phone interview and it's going extremely well and by the end of it she pretty much uh, they tell her she has the job so they send her an email with like the welcome packet and the you know rules and different things and dress codes and it uh, states in there that all tattoos have to be covered up and Homegirls got neck tattoos and collarbone tattoos and finger tattoos and all kind of shit. And uh, <clears throat> she's not a young chick either with all these tattoos. And she figured that she said she figured that that was some sort of outdated uh, 
They don't mean that. Right, 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 right. That's how she <laughs> rationalized it. Whatever. They don't apply to me. So she goes to work or or either talks to them on the phone. No, I think, yeah, she shows up and she, and she gets fired because she's not, she doesn't portray the, you know, whatever. So there's this article going around and people are talking about discrimination against people with tattoos and this and that. <laughs> and... It's it is discrimination, but I I feel like this. I think a certain amount of discrimination should be okay, should be allowed because I feel like this. If I have a business and I want to project a certain image, right, with my employees and my staff and whatever else, then I have that right to do that. You know, and if your look, you know, although you have every right to have that look, if your look doesn't coincide with my image, I have a right to not hire you and or fire you, whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. is the way I feel about it. And fuck discrimination. <laughs> well, I say if you want to have a, a, a crusade about discrimination, get a real fucking cause. This is some <laughs> dumb shit. Like, you know, I, I, I mean, the people are literally getting fired every day for actual like sex discrimination race discrimination homophobia you know i don't give a fuck about your tattoos like i don't care it's just this is like whatever to me okay this is one of those dumbass like non non issues like you know this is Mm -hmm. i'm like they hired her (laughs) they knew that she was like you know that she okay they didn't know she had tattoos and shit and even though they said you know she had you know that she couldn't come to work with tattoos they hired her because they liked her I think they should keep her but whatever next put on my Ray Charles glasses when that song comes on yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I, yeah, they're, they're, you just can't just say, oh, there should be no d- discrimination whatsoever. Just you have to take whatever I, mean, I, well, I, I give only, you. Not That's only that, she got a job right away. Uh, I mean, they, they after all the after all the ho- uh, hoopla that uh, the viral you know letter caused, the company said, oh, we changed our minds. <laughs> right, exactly. we didn't mean to fire you. I mean, uh, and, but she was, you know, she found another job that was, you know, tolerant of her tattoos. And, uh, you know, that should have been it. Right. Who cares? That's, that's the way it should go. And that's the way it is. Mm-hmm. So we got another case of zero tolerance. Takes place right here in um, Huntington Beach. Uh, kind of an affluent neighborhood. <clears throat> All white kids involved. So this one white kid is uh, beating up. A defenseless, visually impaired kid, and uh, another kid, a football, a, a kid on the football team, comes to his defense and uh, knocks the kid down, and is like, "You beating up a blind kid? What the fuck's wrong with you, dude?" <laughs> bruh, he said, "Bruh, yeah, bruh. <laughs> What's your problem, bruh?" <laughs> white kids, remember white kids? Right, right, and. um so yeah, so you know, this being the 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 society that we live in and what I was talking about uh, or what we were talking about a couple weeks ago was zero tolerance. Of course, they decided that they were going to suspend 
the hero kid as well, the football player guy. And uh, that's just exactly what we were talking about, how this just makes no sense whatsoever. And what kind of world do we want to live in where we punish somebody who's standing up for somebody who's weaker and someone who's kind of defenseless? I mean, that's what you want out of a kid. You know what I mean? That's what you want. As a parent, you would hope that your kid is that kid and not the kid that's punching the uh, the little blind kid out. Mm-hmm. Not only, even if the kid wasn't blind, the guy punching the other kid out, he was much bigger than the other kid. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he was just like really like picking on this kid. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. There was a there was a huge uh, there was a huge outcry. I think they uh, they had a, a an online petition. Uh, they got around thirty thousand, thirty thirty five thousand uh, signatures. Uh, signatures. Yeah. Um, where uh, they they were. You know, well, you know, a lot of a lot of people thought that there was more to the story than it was, but they wanted him reinstated to the football team, and and uh, uh, yeah, because he didn't get kicked off the football team, and they're saying that, but I I don't know if I believe that. I believe that they were probably going to kick him off the team, or at least talked about well, suspending him from the team, and then when like all this hoopla, they were like, let's just leave it at well, a suspension. Well, it's, he he actually said that he he had quit the football team the season before. Oh, really? Because of his grades, yeah. That he wasn't that uh, they were that he wasn't even on the football team at this time. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think this was a, a case where every, <laughs> where the, the story got ahead of the facts. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you're right. <laughs> okay. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Still, like, okay. Uh, well, you know, well, um, thanks for standing up for another uh, classmate. You know, another student, and uh, happy suspension. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, Corolla talked about it on his show, and um, his thoughts were, well, here for yourself. Zero tolerance is insane because we're not living under Nazi rule. Exactly. It's, we're living under our own rule. As a matter of fact, the part about being human is case by case. There cannot just be a zero yeah. tolerance. Like, you never punch somebody on campus. What if that guy's all gothed out and has got a shotgun? And you uh, punch you him before fu- he goes on a killing spree. Before you threw yeah. the it's, 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 I should have thought about that. It's, it's fucking mm-hmm. everything has to be case by case. That's what human beings are. Right. And while everyone tries to turn this whole clock thing into some sort of racial profiling thing, it's a zero tolerance thing. That's the bigger problem. It's not. It's funny. The same assholes that made the zero tolerance rules are the same people that are saying, oh, this guy needs to go to the White House because he was singled out. It's zero tolerance that gets these kids pulled out of school right. for everything, not the profiling right. part. You can't bring nail clippers in. We are insane because we make the rules. The reason you have teachers, the reason you have counselors, the reason you have a principal is so that they can make decisions. Yeah, we empower them with all this with power, basically, to do that. Yeah. Right. So when a guy brings his... Uh, dad's glock into school you go suspend that kid when a guy shapes a pastry into the shape of a glock you can go well that slow kid he's gonna get a wind-up beanie and a trophy made of tinfoil he won't know that'll be it that's how you see what i'm saying uh-huh. and when someone uses yeah so um i couldn't help but it's like that sounds shockingly familiar you know that that just very well, corolla's a huge fan of the show 
ah, is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. He, he listens. Uh, he listens. To that he listens all the he time. He does. Yeah. That's what it was. Well, look, I think that. Um, first of all, let me just say, I I agree that the whole concept of zero tolerance is is stupid. It is a stupid idea. But I I, the fact that zero, it's not one or the other. Zero tolerance exists, and so does racial profiling, and pe- and they can go together. You can use a zero tolerance against kids racially or whatever have you, and. The the reality is we know that zero tolerance is bullshit. It's a it's an excuse that they use when they want to throw the book at a kid. I mean, you and I, Dino, we work for the same organization. <clears throat> I'm not going to say what it is. CIA. <laughs> right, the CIA. And <laughs> in the personnel handbook and all the rules and everything you go through, all the training, supposedly in our organization, there's zero tolerance for racial discrimination, zero tolerance for sexual harassment, zero tolerance for, you know, homophobia, this, that, and the other. It's fucking bullshit. They tolerate it when they want to, and they throw the book at you when they want to get rid of you. And that's just, like, even though the policy is stupid, it's it still gets implemented on a human case-by-case basis. I mean, in our organization, I saw a manager, an African-American manager, get who followed the zero tolerance policy that he was taught, that we're all taught we're supposed to follow. He reported to upper management about another employee sexually harassing me, and he got fired. And then they proceeded to fire and demote all of the black managers. So what part of zero tolerance is that? They protected the harasser. So it's fucking bullshit. I mean, I agree that the, t- the policies are stupid, but I think we can't, just because the policy is in place, you can't assume that it actually gets applied in the way that, that supposedly it's being applied, which is fairly and without discrimination. These zero, these so, these zero tolerance policies still get de- applied in a discriminatory fashion. Yeah, I don't think anybody assumes that anything gets uh, done correctly with zero tolerance because you're starting off, you know, behind the eight ball. I mean, you're starting off from a bad position. The whole premise of it is just foul. So anything that comes of it is just going to be, you know, just just from the same poisonous, you just fruit from a poisonous tree. So it's just, you know, I mean, it's just bad. It's just bad. And, uh, yeah, that profiling, all that stuff, you know, that that's the thing, too. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah. So, anyway, okay, so apparently all that football stuff was made up and not true at all. Nicki Minaj is to executive produce and appear, not star in, appear. So, I'm taking that as she's probably being a pilot or something like that, or maybe have some small reoccurring spot. And the ABC Family comedy series based on her life. So, you know, uh, Nicki Minaj was, uh, she's from uh, Trinidad, Trinidad and Tobago. And uh, she came over here at a young age. I don't know exactly what, but it takes place over here, uh, her growing up in the 90s in Brooklyn. Mm. So. Is it called Everybody Hates Chris? <laughs> oh no, that was that's another kid who grew up in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, because Chris was the only black kid growing up in Brooklyn. Yeah, in the nineties. Yeah, that's, that's what in that's the nineties. Well, yeah. Chris Rock wasn't growing up in the nineties. I mean, right, the eighties, the eighties. <laughs> uh, see, I, I get, I get all all these things confused. <laughs> I mean, well, shit, good for her. I mean, yeah. Um, 
I'm interested to see what 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 it's going to look like in you know I, I'm I'm pretty sure she's just throwing money at it. She's executive producing. I don't know how much. I guess she might be a, like a technical advisor or something. I don't know. It, the article really did not say it. It didn't. It's probably going to be based on her life, like the way that yeah, loosely like uh, like the way Fresh Prince and right. Everybody exactly. hates Chris. And, right. Exactly. Yeah. Which yeah. is funny because everybody hates Chris is based on Chris, but he, he don't even have the right amount of siblings or the right. <laughs> I mean, he's got a, a, a sister and one brother, and like in real life, he has like a million brothers. Really? And yeah, and I don't think he has no sister. Mm. That's funny. Well, He's yeah, got like he's got like seven brothers, but that's that's weird with like like uh, biopics and, and and stuff based. They 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 eliminate uh, yeah. relatives. I, I oh to, yeah, I went to see uh, uh, that that a movie about Whitey Bulger, uh, Black Mass, mm-hmm. and uh, in in real life he had like uh, uh, three brothers and or three brothers and a sister or something like that. But on the in the film he just had they just had the one brother. You know, and it, it, there's a lot of stuff like that where they just they <clears throat> they eliminate they eliminate kids just you know for the sake of I, I don't know why they do it. We can't let. Oh, even in even in uh, Twelve Years a Slave, they eliminated uh, they eliminated the, the one of the children uh, uh, from uh, from uh, um, um, the, the lead character. Well, in a half hour sitcom, it makes sense because you know mm-hmm. I mean you just. That's just too many people. Well, I mean, in, in, yeah, <laughs> I mean, in any narrative show, you can't let the side stories, you know, take up time and distract from the main point of the story. Yeah, they'll end up like Judy Winslow. They'll go upstairs and never come down. <laughs> <laughs> and you see what happened to her. <laughs> go upstairs and come down in a porno. <laughs> Is that some kind of a TV reference? Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, the little girl on Family Matters, the youngest one, Judy Winslow, she uh, was on for a couple of seasons. Her parents were very difficult. And they were like, we got enough kids. She's superfluous. And you guys are a pain in the ass, so no thanks. We're cool on next, you know. Yeah, she wanted to raise. To, she don't have to come back. Yeah, her parents wanted to raise. Uh, I believe it was her mother. And, uh, she said, raise. She, she got erased. Exactly. <laughs> she got she got written out. They was no mention. And so the, the last time they showed her on the show, she went up to her room. And that was the last time she was ever heard from again. Never mentioned <laughs> and never seen. And so the joke is she went up to her room and then she came down because the next time she was seen when she was in a porno. Oh, she became a porn star? Uh, I wouldn't call her a star. <laughs> but, you know, she was a porn actress. She had a couple of couple of roles. You yeah, know. yeah. She had she had like she, she only did like a few movies. You yeah. know, she had a, a, a short run. Kind of, I would equate her to the. She had a, uh, a porn career that was akin to Montana Fishburns. <laughs> oh yeah, whatever happened to her porn career? Yeah, went, I, went nowhere. I think I think she uh, I think Daddy nipped it in the bud. <laughs> well, first of all, fish burn is a terrible porn. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> for why so she, many she, reasons she didn't go by that name. <laughs> she went by Chippy D. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> fish don't fry in the kitchen. Beans don't burn on the grill. Chippy D. Yeah, she. I guess her porn persona was supposed to be that of a, a, a washed up seventies rap star. <laughs> Chippy D. That's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> sounds more like a Chippy D in the place to be. <laughs> I came straight from Hard Knocks University. Chippy D. It sounds more like a goofy, like <laughs> yuppie preppy sidekick. Like 
Kiki and I are going to go on the yacht, and then we're going <laughs> to... And then we have a badminton uh, lesson after the yacht. <laughs> Chippy oh, dee. Okay, guys. Speaking of which, speaking of 80s rap stars and whatnot, did you guys know that Will Smith has a brand new uh, single out? I had heard that. You heard that, but have you heard the single? I have not heard the single. Mm, me either. I wanted to get all of our reactions live, so we're going to play it right now. Have you heard it, Charlie Bell? Nope. Good. All right, here we go. This is a remix. Is there a, is there a different version of it? Well, yeah, actually, that cut was a Grammy nominated uh, 
song. That that particular song? Not well, the original uh-huh. yeah, was Grammy nominated. Oh, okay. It's a good song. I like mm-hmm. that. I've heard that group before. Um, I mean, I didn't think Will really added anything to it. I think maybe. I mean, maybe if it brings them more publicity mm-hmm. and recognition in the U.S., then good mm-hmm. for them. But I mean, I think Pitbull could have killed that. <laughs> that would be more. That's more his lane, right? Pitbull's lane. Why? Why was Riri in the front speaking in tongues? That sounded like Riri speaking in tongues in the beginning. Riri. <laughs> I mean, maybe she caught the spirit. <laughs> I, I I didn't care for it. it was it was a lot going on it wasn't as, yeah I didn't think I was gonna like it anyway but I would have liked it better if that that little breakdown in the every few in the middle kind of they would kind of break it down in that little doom doom part or whatever I didn't care for that but uh, it was kind of a lot going on but, uh, yeah well so you know to me it sounds like a, a party record that you know. It's you know as far as uh, Will Smith is concerned, you know he's a he's a commercially, um, you know he's a he's a popcorn movie star and uh, you know he's he's uh, he knows he knows how to reach the lowest common denominator. <laughs> yeah, in the nineties, yeah. I mean that rap style is a little dated. I mean yeah. he didn't really freshen it up too much. Mm-hmm. Nice. Throw, throw in a couple of words it? in Spanish in your. In What's birra? What's that? What's birra? <laughs> I think he said beer. Like I think he was saying beer. Uh, yeah, but it's like it's either beer. beer or cerveza. It's not birra. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> it's like it's like what is what is. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 we, so that we should do that next time. Like, I, what? look for. I, I feel like there's a bunch of different wrong ass like Spanglish words in rap music. <laughs> we should look. Well, for there's those. a lot of wrong ass English words. <laughs> well, yeah. Would yeah. you yeah. go doubly wrong? You fuck it up in two languages, Spanglish. I can't count how many times I've heard "conversate" in a rap song. Oh man, <laughs> I can't even count that high. I know. <laughs> Um, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh uh-uh. uh. But yeah, well, there you guys have it. You got here here first on the Shizney Show the new Will Smith song. That's I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the new Will Smith song was that, actually the old Bamba Estéreo song. <laughs> 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 mm. So um. Soul Food sequel with the original cast is officially in the works. Man. From 1997. <laughs> oh, man. I did like the movie and I did watch the series. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's been over for so long. Even the series has been off the air for like 10 years. Right. It's like, or or 15 or right. <laughs> something like that. And the like, who gives a shit? Right, now, right, right, right. Kyle. What was a what was that movie that that uh but I didn't give a shit about the was it the best man part yeah, the best two man, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And you know, they did that over. But um How many years after the fact was best man done? Something like uh was it is it, it was like at least 10 years. I think it was like yeah, like it was like 12 or something yeah, because yeah. yeah, no, actually I think it was longer than that. Mhm. I think it's is it twenty? Was it twenty? Was years? it twenty years? Yeah, I think it was twenty because I was complaining mm-hmm. about how 
why everybody's kids are little. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, right, right. You know, I was like, yeah, even though so they, by grown. now they right. should have, they should all be grown, at least, or at least mm-hmm. teenagers, <laughs> at least. But they yeah. all had young kids, yeah. like grade school. Yeah, and uh, it was funny because uh, one of our our listeners wrote it, wrote in. She's like, yeah, she's like, I was about to uh, take issue with you talking about. The age of the kids, until I started thinking about the age of my kids and all of my friends' kids, <laughs> and realized that I'm the same age as these characters, and was like, "Yeah, I guess he's right." <laughs> Should have been their grandkids. It's like, like, yeah, okay, one couple you can mm. see having kids that young, but not everybody. Yeah, right, right, right. right. <laughs> like the one couple who had infertility problems, or, or, yeah, you know, or just waited or whatever, you know, because uh, somebody pointed out. Like, well, what about you? I'm like, yeah, I'm the one friend. Like, <laughs> right. I'm that one exception. That I don't, right. And I like all the rest of my friends, their grandkids is my, my kid's age. Mm-hmm. Right. That's so. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I couldn't fuck with the first Soul Food. Mm-hmm. I thought it was terrible. I hated that. Really? Movie. I haven't seen it in so long, but I remember uh, liking it. Well, I'm going to tell you, the, there was one part of the show that was so dumb to me. I couldn't even get over it. You're talking about the show or the film? The, the film, okay. the movie. Was when the old girl had um, so her and her husband were going through it or whatever, mm-hmm. and then she had the side boo that was trying mm-hmm. to woo her, mm-hmm. and he gave her what like a diamond bracelet or mm-hmm. a wrist or something, I mean diamond watch or mm-hmm. a bracelet, and she she wore it in front of the husband. I was like, <laughs> this ain't that. I'm like, no black woman would wear which, the side boo's diamond in front of the husband. Which which character was this one? The young girl. I don't know. Oh, the one. Um, she was pl- one. Of the, the one played by uh, Nia Nia Long. And and then in the series played by uh, Melinda Williams, Bird, yes, yes that Bird. one, okay, yeah. And so I was like, that is so, that 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 just took me out of you know I couldn't suspend took my just took you out of the reality, right? My but but I couldn't suspend my disbelief after that. I was like, no woman, especially not a sister, would mm-hmm. we, you would know? Don't wear the diamonds in front of the freaking husband who mm-hmm. can't pay the bills. Mm-hmm. You're gonna wear a diamond bracelet? Come on. And then I wonder like. Are the because it wasn't like the TV show was not unrelated to the movie. They basically used the movie as a pilot, mm-hmm. you know, when they did the TV show. Mm-hmm. So are they going to take into account the stuff that happened in the TV show, or are they going to ignore all of that and just take off from where the movie took off? Well, is it the same people doing it? Is it se- the same same actors? It's the same actors. Doing no, I mean, it. The, I don't know about the producers, right? For of, of the original movie, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I'm guessing the success of the best man probably had a lot to do with this getting uh, getting done. Retread. Yeah, probably. Yeah, and uh, hopefully they'll uh, hopefully they'll do a remake of the Wood or uh, a sequel to the Wood. Uh, was, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> this the the sequel to the Wood. That's what. Uh, that's what Damon calls it the second time he gets it up. <laughs> <laughs> the wood part two. Yeah. <laughs> when, when the Viagra kicks in. <laughs> I asked you not to say that. I told you that in confidence. <laughs> I, I don't know if I can trust you anymore, man. <laughs> okay. The trust circle is broken. It is. <laughs> <laughs> just like just like a piece of wood. <laughs> just sorry. snap like a twig. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get into our Ask the Average Guy question of the week.
okay. So our question this week comes from uh, Dwayne Abner. And originally his god sister, I believe, uh, she is a fan of the show, Victoria Hole Kimball, was supposed to call in, but something came up to prevent her from from calling in. So we're just going to to read the uh, the Facebook quote and then or uh, or read it in context and then uh, go ahead and, and respond. Respond exactly. Uh, Charlie Bell. Oh, so this is regarding true friendships in the wake of internet socializing. More and more people are becoming quote figurative friends that is not real friends but associates through the site whether it's facebook instagram whatever have you i'm blessed in that i personally know a lot of my facebook friends and associate with them off-site um but you all know who you are but i guess the basic question is um you know how do you feel about the fig, you know, the the figurative friends, or the amount of so-called friends that we now are connected to through social media. Right, and this kind of ties into like our guest last week, um, Jared Hill, um, who was a Facebook friend of mine first, and then became like a real friend. And then we, you know, we just recently met in person, although we, you know, consider ourselves mutual friends uh, before that, <coughs> uh, because you know we had conversations over the phone and different things like you that. Conversated. <laughs> yeah, we conversated on the telephone, and you know, I was guest uh, guest on his show a few times and different things. That or, did you did you do the show? Uh, no, something something came up, and they had to re- well reschedule. We we plan on rescheduling. Okay, yeah. So my, <clears throat> my thing is with this is I don't think it's that different than real life. Uh, you know, you meet these people on Facebook. I think. And it's and similar and uh some people you, you you get a different type of connection with. Some people uh there's not much of a connection. You just become Facebook friends and you just kinda maybe follow each other loosely. Or maybe, you know, you just see each other's, you know, uh posts in your thread or whatever. Some people you might follow a little bit more, but then some people you might connect with on a a little bit deeper. A little bit deeper. And then you start, you know, you, you exchange personal information like email and text and, and, and phone numbers. And then you have, you know, uh, conversation offline. It's weird to me that uh, even though of, of communicating on Facebook and communicating through text and email is essentially the same thing. Yeah. You're, you're typing. You're not mm-hmm. speaking to the person face to face. But for some reason, the email and text feels more personal than than the then I guess because not everybody in the world can see it. Well, know? yeah, I think it, for a couple of reasons. For one, I mean, typically you know someone first before you text or email them, and you're talking directly to them. On Facebook, you're talking to a general audience where it's mixed of people who know you intimately and people who you may never have even have met. Mm-hmm. So, what? Yeah, but I mean, like, not just <clears throat> the post. But I mean, when you start having the back and forth with people, right. you're you're speaking to that person. But to me. It still feels less personal than when you are or texting having, or right, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm. Yeah, you know? but um, well, anyway, so I think I think social media gets kind of a bad rap for friends and friendship and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and I, I just think it depends on the person, you know, uh, like like you know, basically like what Dwayne here is saying about figurative friends and all that stuff. I don't think it's like I said. I don't think it's that much different. Um, mm-hmm. I recently talked about 
a friend who who dropped me for no reason and this and that and I didn't know what was going on. And you know, come to find out, um I actually finally did get a reason. And it comes to find out that and I I realized in reflection that she was never a very good friend mm-hmm. to begin with. I gave her the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. and was, which is why and we didn't see, we weren't very very uh, we didn't. We weren't friends that spent a lot of time together. Mm-hmm. You know, it, we would hook up every few years or so. Mm-hmm. But you know, uh, I used to help her a lot with the the, the work that I do for the government. She mm-hmm. uh, she used to basically any 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 kind of letter that came to her to her house from the government, she would pass on to me to to help Interpret. her to handle mm-hmm. to whatever. And I would I would do this for her like very regularly, and then there was like this yearly thing that she had had to do, you know, with her business taxes and different mm-hmm. things, whatever. And I made a comment a few years back about you know, she caught me at a bad time, you mm-hmm. know, because I, I had since left the department that I was or the area mm-hmm. that I was working in where I was directly related to what she needed help with, mm-hmm. and was still helping her out. And she called me at a bad time one day, and I got a little snippy with her, and I told her I was like, "Interesting that I only hear from you this time of year," mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And she got her feelings hurt, mm-hmm. and I apologized, but I shouldn't have because it was true, right? You know. Um, but I apologized, and because I, I didn't mean to hurt her feelings, or whatever. But it, it was absolutely true, right? And uh, but after that, I stopped hearing from her at all, mm-hmm. you know. Um, Unless I called her, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. or me, you know, tried to set up a meet or whatever and this and that. And so anyway, we, we got together and uh, and she brought her husband along, whatever. And so I finally got it out of her wh- why she cut me off. And she, you know what, I think, I, let me, do I have the exact email? Can I read it? I, I don't know. I don't know if what it's important. The, the, she said something about every, just- every, every uh, encounter with me. She feels that I meet with contempt, that uh, um, something about me seeming angry and and unhappy or this or that and and uh, whatever else. And uh, because of that and her own issues, she just didn't have time for someone like me. Or whatever. And, you know, I, I, I read it over and over again and I thought about it and I was like, well, what the fuck kind of friend are you? Mm-hmm. That if you think that I'm this angry of a person or this unhappy of a person, never one fucking time mm-hmm. in all the time that we've been friends, have you ever, ever asked me... Are you okay? What's going on? I've noticed that you seem upset. Right. I've noticed that you seem pissed off. Right. What's going on with you? Right. Are you okay? Right. Is You want to talk about it? Never. Right. Not one fucking time. Right. <laughs> And she had nerve enough to say something about she thought that she uh, she she said that she uh, she nurtured. Fuck you. You didn't do shit to the relationship. Yeah. I carried the fucking relationship. I'm the one that did for you. I did favors for you. And then when I, that usefulness or whatever, or when I called you on that shit, you got pissed off. And the, the relationship pretty much died after that. And uh, now that you don't need me to do your or I, I'm not going to do your uh, little government bidding Mm -hmm. you decided i'm not i'm not worth keeping around that's Mm -hmm. really what's going on Mm -hmm. you know and i didn't really notice that she was that self-centered and that selfish and that much of a you know 
uh, that type of person just because I didn't spend that much time with her and I was always kind of giving her the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. You know, but I said all that to say that she was a real live flesh and blood person that I met before social media, before internet took off and been, had been, had a relationship for 20 something years who I thought it was one way. And then to come to find out it was not that way at all. Right. She was not the person I thought she was at all. The relationship was not what I thought it was at all. Basically, I felt like she used me the whole time, you know, and, and, and that's pretty much it. So that, Social media, that can happen or it cannot happen. There are some people mm-hmm. that I have met through social media who I feel like are, are really good friends of mine that I have met and personally. And some of them I have not met and I'm very much looking forward to meeting. And there are some that I, I met on social media and initially thought was really cool. And then later on had a falling out with and was like, okay, that person not who I thought they were at all. Just like in real life. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's, it's not... It's not that different it's really mm-hmm. not so i don't really get why it gets the bad rap and why everybody is so you know got such a a, a thing you know against it well i think part of it is just the, the terminology like just the whole concept of like you're my friend you're my friend like friend obviously a social media friend is not the same thing as a real friend i think people get caught up in the, the again, meaning of that word again that that person i'm talking about there's people on social media that are better friends to me than she was no i know i'm just saying you asked like why does it get a bad rap and i think people are taking the word friend too literally in some cases which is why you know um they look at social media because obviously everyone on social media that you're connected to isn't your literal friend right but that's true in in real life right right i agree i agree so my so you i was just trying to answer your question about why it gets a bad rap but also my personal experience with social media it's funny that you this question came up because i was literally thinking about this the other day that for me social media has been awesome like it's been a way for me to really reconnect especially like with family members and Mm -hmm. people that i didn't that i would have just let go Mm -hmm. and actually reconnected and i've gotten to know like my cousins and distant people that i wouldn't have known otherwise and we've you know had incentive now to stay in each other's lives and follow what's going on with each other's lives and i've met people on social on you know through facebook or instagram or whatever have you pinterest um that you know, whatever we posted, we, we had similar interests and similar takes on things, and it was an incentive for us to get together. And so for me, it's just been a networking tool, a way to expand my real-life social, um, you know, web or social landscape, and that's that's the best part of it for me. I mean, is there a downside to, to social media? Of course, there's downsides to everything, but I think that um, it hasn't cheapened my kind of... Um, personal connection with, with people. people. Right, right. I, I yeah. I everything you just said, I agree with. What about you? Uh, social media makes it easier for me to be a phony. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't need much help. <laughs> I, you know, just you know, pretend to you know. I remember people on their birthdays and stuff. I, I didn't even I didn't even know my friends had birthdays until social media. Yeah, you're <laughs> but, dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, seriously though. Um, I, I'm I'm with uh, uh, Charlie Bell here as far as it, it's given me a chance to uh, connect uh, with people that I haven't seen in years. Um, like uh, just uh, just this week, uh, I mean, um, the last couple of days, uh, a friend of mine posted a picture of our old junior high school. 
And there were a couple of people that responded that I hadn't seen since ni- high since 1981. <laughs> yeah. And uh, one guy uh, is, you know, he. I mean, God, he was a kid. I mean, we were kids. Uh, had I walked into, if I had, had I run into him in in the line at Vons, I wouldn't have known who he was. Uh, but because of social media, we get to talk. I found out he moved to St. Louis, and you know, a whole bunch of things. And it's it's cool for that sort of thing. Um, but I also find that I I find out way more about people than I care to know. <laughs> uh, you know, I I you know uh, some sometimes I I you know I'd rather not know what people are thinking. Uh, <laughs> I, I enjoy our superficial relationship. Yeah. Uh, when we run into each other, I enjoy saying hi and not knowing anything else about them. That their mom just died of cancer. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a bummer. Like, TMI, <laughs> homie. TMI. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, and and but on the other hand, uh, you know, it, uh, had uh, were it not for social media, I would not have known that a, a close friend had passed away. Right. Well, a friend who was close at one time right. um, passed away. Um, or you know, someone who had real life significance in your history. Oh, that's together. very good. I like that. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that's that's exactly it. And what she said. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and I, I think it's really good for that. It's you know, people that you may not be close to now, but you know, they were they were significant parts of your life. And if a, a serious event uh, occurs, you, you you can you're aware of it. Um, and you know, there's there there are people that I've uh, developed a friendship with because of social media um, or re- or uh, people that I that I knew years ago and we were friendly right. but because of social media we became friends right you know, so yeah me too the one thing I will say that's a downside of social media and probably again going back to your question about why does it get a bad rap I think that um, friendship at its most fundamental level is about connecting with somebody getting to know who they are the good and the bad just like you said your friends you are going to have ups and downs with them you're going to see them go through being shitty or depressed or sad or broke or whatever mm-hmm. and a real friendship you know you try at least try to weather that and do the good and the bad right yeah. whereas with social media everything is about presentation mm-hmm. and we're you know you're like they, they even have i forget what it's called but there's like a um <clears throat> like a syndrome where people get sad after watching, you know, Facebook or, or Twitter or whatever, mm-hmm. or because people only post like the great things like, Oh, here's my, you know, oh, okay. exotic vacation in Tahiti. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just got promoted. Right. Oh, here's my beautiful baby looking perfect. Who right. never cries. Right. Here, here's, you know, a, here's a picture of your kids at the zoo with me. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> or here's my hot, beautiful, you know, gorgeous Child wife last week, yeah. you know, my gorgeous wife mm-hmm. who never gets a zit, you know, it's like, come on. So I think that's another reason is like, um, you know, a lot of times, it creates unrealistic expectations right, or for your unre- own life. Exactly. Unrealistic expectations for your un- own life and mm. un- un- but who's in- like- impartial re- um, pictures of other people as people. You can't really get to know somebody through just when they post the most fantastic things that happen to them. You get to know them through the good, the bad, the ugly, what, what, whatever have you. So I think that's another reason why people give social media, uh, why social media gets a bad name because people, um, when then when they maybe meet the person and he or she isn't everything they thought they were going to be, they feel like, oh, this bitch catfished me. <laughs> oh no, she was just posting her selfies, you know? But I'm, I mean, catfish. why, why? <laughs> Why do people like not know that there's another side? You know what I mean? Why do why do people fall for that? Why are these people who are getting depressed like really think that that's 
somebody's life, you know, like yeah. that. I mean, well, why don't they? They don't, they don't think about it. I mean, it's just a reaction. It's an emotional response. Right. I, I agree. They don't. Most people aren't aren't analytical when they see something <laughs> like that. It's like they uh, should you know, be. Right. But but right. It's true. Most people aren't analytical. But also, I'll give you another example is that I have a friend. I don't know. He's a friend. He's a social. (laughs) He's part of my social circle. And the way he is in real life or on Facebook. Both. Okay. And the way he is on social media. I mean, he has this hat. I don't even if I put the hashtag out, it'll totally blow his cover. But basically, he has this hashtag making him seem like he's the mm-hmm. most flyest, interesting, coolest dude on earth, right? Mm-hmm. And then when you see him in person, it's like it's totally the opposite of. You Do know, I know him? No, you don't know him. Oh, okay. You don't know him, but um, it's just it's so opposite. Oh, you know, Prentice. No, 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 <laughs> Prince. <laughs> Prinny, Chi Town Prinny is who he is. Day in and day. That, he couldn't be fake if he wanted to. He just, he, he's too real. <laughs> he keep it too real when, when keeping it real go wrong. No, but, um, you know, he's just like the complete opposite. So I think that's mm. another thing is when someone totally, either intentionally or because they're insecure, just totally 100% misrepresents who they are. So when you do meet them, you're like totally not expecting the reality right right yeah okay well so i don't even know if we addressed what they wanted or not because like i said um victoria was supposed to be here to kind of direct the conversation and give her take on it and all that kind of stuff whatever but uh so anyway that is it that is our show for today kids are happy all right so uh, that's because uncle jared isn't here uh, you let him out the cage (laughs) (laughs) okay he had them kids on lock sit your ass down quit all that foolishness (laughs) laughing and breathing and shit (laughs) but uh we do have one announcement um the the shiznit show has been nominated again for best podcast by the black weblog awards so, yay, there's that. And uh, when uh, voting opens, we will look forward to you guys voting for us. And hopefully we'll win this year, especially since we're not going up any. You know, last year we went up against um, the Reed. The Reed and some other. The, um, uh, the, the Reed was a mega giant, and we went up against some, some little giants. Uh, this year, I don't really see any any giants, so we might have a good chance to win. <laughs> but anyway, thank you guys for the nominations. Thank you guys uh, for listening and all support. We appreciate you. We'll see you next week. So for Charlie Bell, for Damon Weasel Stanford, Dino Red, holla at your boy. Okay, and oh, and uh, one other thing, guys. Um, check out the latest episode of The Pennyman Doctrine with uh, John and Molly. Um, I was on there yesterday, so it is definitely should be out by now. Um, give that show a listen to and a shout out to John and Molly from all of our crew to listeners like you. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of the Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, the Shiznit or hit us up on Facebook under the Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at the Shiznit show. Write to us at the Shiznit show at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail. 
and make it sexy at 424-261-4878. This has been The Shiznit. You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network.